this is episode 108. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, SLPs, Wine and Cheese listeners. If you love our podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps our podcast and helps us to stay on the airwaves. Also, be sure to check us out on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash SLPs, Wine and Cheese. On Patreon, you could pledge to be a patron and you will have access to video content, exclusive interviews with Deb and some famous comedians, and even bonus episodes. So please be sure to check us out on Patreon.com. Thank you so very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Cheers. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. And I'm Deb. And here's our podcast. It's for the realistic SLP. Who is actively anti-racism. Yeah, and if you would like to be actively anti-racism, you can follow Naomi O'Brien on Instagram. Her handle is readlikearockstar. And her most recent post says, if the only way you'll have a good Thanksgiving is if you don't hold your friends and family accountable for their racism, you should probably start holding your friends and family accountable for their racism. She goes into more detail in the description, but she also says that jokes are definitely still a form of racism. And just think back to that time when you posted a black square on your Instagram feed, um, knowing that your family is racist and not agreeing with them, it is not okay if you're just silent about it. And I'm going to raise my glass to that. I really like that tip, Deb. Thank you for sharing. And I like that she reminds us to think about what we've done in the past. And also, I like that she said that the jokes are still a form of racism. And I think about Ellen DeGeneres' joke where she was like, well, you don't know how to kid properly because we should both be laughing. Yeah, I love that joke. That's about getting injured and people laugh at you. She's like, ha ha, look, your eyeball's rolling on the ground. <laughs> like, or people, like, people say something yeah. offensive and they're like, I'm just kidding, you know, and they laugh. Right. It's like, well, you don't know how to kid properly because we yeah. should both be laughing. We both should be laughing. Yeah. So, that's an old special, but that one's funny. Of course. That's a classic. I like that one. Yeah. So I am drinking, Deb. I'm ready for yeah. Blackout Wednesday, which is today. Doesn't right. Mean, doesn't mean I will partake in it. Just saying this, mm-hmm. is, you know, with a little glass of wine. Today is the day before Thanksgiving. It's considered Blackout Wednesday or Black Wednesday, Drinksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve, or Wacky Wednesday, however you want to call it. So I really only heard Thanksgiving Eve. Same here, but you know, I checked out this website where they tell you different holidays every day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, today is a holiday, I guess, revolving right. around drinking. So here we are celebrating. Yeah, I remember I was a waitress in Long Island and I worked by myself the Tuesday and the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, or maybe only the Tuesday. So everyone knew the Wednesday would be crazy because that's when everyone comes home from college. So they're getting ready to hang out with their family. But Tuesdays, I always worked by myself. And then this restaurant was packed and it was the most money I ever made working there, but it was the hardest night of my life. Mm. So makes sense. Hard-earned money. So I I have... A claret. It's called by Francis Coppola, the Diamond Collection. I feel like I'm classy, you know? Yeah. I'm not not at the back of a bar like in the college days. Like I'm in my house drinking my classy wine. And this is a, it's, 
guess I would call it medium bodied and it's not overly like acidic, which I like that. It's right in the middle. And I paired it with this burrata cheese and some ah. grapes. So I'm like really fancy. I know. I, I'm like, why not? It's the day yeah. before Thanksgiving and why not be fancy? So, well, I'll tell you why not. I have four more sessions to go, but I'm glad that you're done. I am that done. you can party. That's wonderful. Um, so uh, instead, I've got here um, a probiotic yogurt because mm. um, I made some soup and then it took long and then I had a session. So I had to get a bottle of yogurt to hold myself over during the session. Um, I have 32 ounces of water covered in speaking of semantics, speaking of semantics stickers, um, which, you know, got to have that. I'm eating some very healthy Lipton soup, you know, great choice. Um, and I paired that with some rosemary crackers. So I don't have wine and cheese, but I do have something. We all have something. Agreed. And I want to embrace the blackout Wednesday mm -hmm. after my sessions. Now that they're finished, it's like, you know, yeah. why not have some wine? Get into it. I'm, I'm into it. I'm in it. Here I am. I did just go get Mike a $40 bottle of whiskey for when he gets home. He's been working so much. So wow. I'm sure he will participate in Blackout Wednesday. Yes. Party of one right here, you know. <laughs> there we go. Woo! So I vote drink this wine. This is good. And maybe this is, I feel like, a common wine. It has like this little like fancy net around it. Francis Coppola and whoever's listening to this, you know, if you're going anywhere for Thanksgiving, you could bring this wine. It's pretty affordable and it's a fancy bottle and it's mm -hmm. good. I feel like you could eat this during dinner, after dinner, before dinner. Yeah. So definitely drink this. This is good stuff. So I polled our listeners and um, it's 95% of our listeners are not traveling for Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting, right? Very. Um, so what's going on in your week? Is it going well or is it making you dwell? Honestly, it's going well. It's going well. That's good. It was a short week this week, um, doing remote sessions, teletherapy, and they've been going well. You know, the kids, they're making progress. One of my kids on his device asked to go to the bathroom and he actually went to the bathroom. However, nice. this is, yes, that was like, you know, so much functional communication. Just keep it going. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the session, he pushed bathroom again. And I was like, wait a minute. And it, it, his time was up. It was half hour. And I was like, wait a minute. Cause I don't want any right. bad behaviors developing. I was like, right. do you mean to say you're all done? And he said, stop independently. Ah. And then, yeah. And then I had his, um, whoever was helping him helped cue him on his device to tell us finished. And then he touched finished. So I was like, there we go. Cause I don't want bad behaviors to escape by asking for the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. And you don't want him to just associate bathroom with many things. Exactly. With leaving bathroom is you go to the right. bathroom and you do stuff even cause I told he was with his home rehabilitation worker. I was like, okay, he asked for the bathroom, let him go. We don't want any accidents. Even if he doesn't go, let's say it was like a false alarm, go and wash his hands. Just do something yeah. in there. Come right back. So he did great. Yeah, I'm good. so excited. It's going well and uh, I'm happy. So that's wonderful. I yes, it is. Yeah. So my week's going well. I actually today had a meeting with, um, a device evaluator. Um, and I'm really glad cause this child really needs a device. 
and they're considering cough drop, which I've have to get more used to. But Never what cough drop? So what's great Sorry, about it is that <laughs> what's great about it is that um, you can log into the device anywhere. So I can log into it and edit it online um, without having the device in my possession. So um, they're going to see if that's a good fit because it is conducive to teletherapy. But obviously we have to make sure it's good for the child as well. So while you're in the session, you're able to like maybe like color code something and like, oh, today we're going to work on, let's say, bathroom. And then you yeah. can make that symbol and you could edit it or something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And I can hide symbols and make them reappear and stuff. So um, so I'm going to learn more about cough drop. If you know about it, then write to me so I can get some insight. Um, but yeah, so it's Thanksgiving and I want to know, Maria, what are you thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for a lot of stuff, but should I just pick three? Yeah, well, yeah, that's good. I mean, okay. we don't have all day, but that's good that you're very, very thankful. Right. So I'm going to be very, very sweet. Deb, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful uh. for our friendship. You know, we started in clinic and now, you know, started from the bottom. Yeah. Now we're here. Oh, we should make a post like that, like how it started and how it's going. You oh, know sure. how that's a thing? Is it? I don't even know these things. You haven't seen that? I haven't seen it. Nope. I've been busy. Oh, all right. Well, Google it after this. Okay. But yeah. So yeah, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. So I'm thankful for our friendship. I'm thankful for my car. I don't know if that's like bad to pick a materialistic thing. But in this day and age, you, we can't, I don't, I don't feel comfortable flying anywhere. So my car has <laughs> been a great way to escape and just see things local. Like, oh, let me go to Prospect Park. I've never been there before. Get in my car. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful to have this car. So my car. And third, I'm thankful for coffee. Yep, that's right. I drink two cups a day, two glasses in the morning, two cups in the morning, and that's it. And then I just switch to tea. But it really helps me get excited and wake up and be energetic for teletherapy. So it makes me a better SLP. There, I said it. And that's it. That's good. I mean, you. I, I only drink half calf now, and I don't even finish my whole cup. So I have a half cup of half calf. Wow. But I think I like the routine of coffee more than I like taste. And I don't even know if it does anything to me ever. I've never had coffee and felt more awake. It also helps me because I do intermittent fasting and I don't eat mm -hmm. anything till 12 o'clock. So when I wake right. up early for my sessions and to prepare and check emails, I am hungry, but I, at least I have some nice cold iced coffee. And nice. Yeah. Ice cubes, iced coffee. So it's like, ah, you know, I can get through this day. And it's definitely I, something to look forward to. It, it does. Mike brought that up the other day that like it coffee brings him joy. It does. It brings some joy. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah so three things that I'm grateful for. I'm definitely thankful and grateful for you and the podcast and the listeners for sure. Um, so I'm going to say four things because that wasn't on my list. So I won't leave anything out. You know what? Um, that, you know what? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Continue. I am. I am though. I am. So I'm very thankful. Mike and I are moving. I know it sounds crazy. We move constantly, but I'm really excited about this new apartment. It's closer to Staten Island, but it's still in Brooklyn. It's Which a lovely is a good thing. Yes. Right? Great it's location. It has a washer and a dryer. I like the neighborhood. It's called Carroll Gardens, which if you're familiar with it, it's very nice there. Um, so I'm thankful that we are moving December 1st. Um, number two, I'm also super thankful 
to have such a great and just like understanding and realistic family and support system around me. I hear people being like, oh, like, I'm going to travel and do this anyway, even though there's a pandemic, I think it's a hoax. Or I hear people like, so-and-so makes me feel obligated to do X, Y, and Z. And I just don't have any of that in my life. So I just feel really thankful that everybody in my circle is very realistic. Well, you are realistic. And I think you surround yourself with people who are similar to you, which we all do that. We Probably. Do that. Yeah, that makes sense. That could be it. Because I don't know if I'd stand. I'd be like, well, you just have to be removed. This doesn't work. <laughs> this is just too much for me. Remove you from my yeah. circle. Out. You're out of the circle. Um, yeah. And the third thing that I'm thankful for is that we're, Mike and I are having a baby. I'm drinking for two. Yeah. I've been lying to people for months. I have not had any alcohol since August. I'm not going to announce this anywhere until December. So, um, I would appreciate anybody who does want to send me well wishes. Just don't post about it or anything. Keep it our little podcast secret. Um, I didn't intend to say anything until December, but um, Mike talked about it on his podcast last night. So I didn't want to leave our listeners out. Yes, that would not be fair. So. No, no, no. So yeah, I, I buried the label. Ladle, do you know what that means? No, no, I do not. You know, it's EDMs when- are not my strong suit. <laughs> we know that. Immigrant it's- right here. Right, right. You reveal the big news in a little way. You, yeah, you would think I'd come out and be like, I'm knocked up. I'm pregnant. I'm having a baby. <laughs> I'm going to be a mom. Um, but uh, no. So I, we talked about all other things and now we're going to move on. We're not even going to get into it. I think you're going to be such an awesome mom. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm excited. So I wanted to remember and document my experience. So I started making a podcast about it. It's called Unexpected. Um, It's mostly myself and Mike talking, but then I also have some other guests on it too. I did like 17 episodes already because it's every, maybe not 17, I think 15 because I started at four weeks. So that'll be released in December. If you want to know about my life as a pregnant lady and other people's experiences, you can check it out there. I know many people struggle with fertility, so I don't want that to be um, the central focus of all of the work that I do in terms of like the podcast and Instagram and things like that, so that I would have a place to speak about those things because they are still happening to me. And I still, that is the content that I was seeking out and I didn't find a ton of podcasts that I liked. Um, And like I said, I wanted to be able to talk about it. So, and not bombard people who don't really want to hear about it. So if you want to know about pregnancy and um, my experience and other people's, then you can listen to the unexpected podcast coming soon on iTunes. Awesome. I'm so excited for you both, you and Mike. Thank you. And this is such a creative outlet and this is such a Deb and Mike thing, you know, you guys. Yeah. It's like the only time we talk. Yeah. So might as well record it. And then if you ever are like, oh, (laughs) you didn't say that, I'm going to go back to episode 12 where you were like, see? Yeah, exactly. So it's all documented. And we talk about like things that maybe most parents don't communicate and decide about prior to having a baby because it's like the topic of our conversation, like many topics. You'll see. I don't want to talk too much about it. 
No spoiler alerts. So I'm. But yeah, I'm pregnant. Yay! <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Deb and Mike. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to hear this. This is amazing news. Mm-hmm. Well, so you I already knew. Oh, okay. I didn't want. I didn't want to be one of those people uh. like I knew. So thank you. Oh. <laughs> no, you already knew. Aren't I a good secret keeper? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't feel like I told anyone in my family. I think my family all told each other. It's annoying. They didn't even let me have the chance to do it. They're but. excited. They're excited. Mm-hmm. There's going to be plenty of good news to go around. Baby's first step, baby first tooth. Kids, right. You got plenty of good news to share. So let That's them true. Be- and I'm hoarding it. I'm going to keep all that <laughs> to myself and then just put it out in mass messages so that I'm the one that tells. All right. All right. Usually yeah. you're not a hoarder type of person, but maybe no. now you are. Maybe now you are. I just, I guess I want some sort of, I mean, I did take a lot of joy in, in unexpectedly telling people I was pregnant. It's fun to shock someone like that. Um, I liked it and I like to do it, but it's, I'm running out. Like more and more people are finding out and um, we'll have a birth announcement, like not a birth announcement, a, a pregnancy announcement in December. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. I'll act surprise again. I'll be good. I'm a good actress. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I, on the other hand, have less exciting news, but still feel like it's relevant to the yeah. listeners. I've been getting into journaling, even just mm-hmm. like two pages a day in a small little book. I just look at it as like, I did it great. And I do it like right after or right before I try to meditate or I meditate. Okay. So I put them together and it's very helpful. I even thought about my journaling questions, like walking down the street. So I highly recommend it. And I looked on Pinterest and I Mm -hmm. found different pandemic journaling prompts. So I'm just going to share like four of them right now. So Mm -hmm. one, who are the people you miss the most? Two, do you think the pandemic has had any positive impacts on your mental health? If so, what? Do you think the pandemic has any negative impacts on your mental health? If so, what? And now write, write five down, write down five things you never realized you were grateful for before. So mm-hmm. something to think about, even if you're not into like journaling, maybe it's just questions to think about. Like you go out for a walk, you walk your dog, doing the laundry, doing your everyday tasks, something yeah. to think about. I feel like it really does make a difference. So I highly recommend that. Yeah, those are great topics that you can even talk about on the podcast too that could be the whole segment yeah well we talked about the gratitude and I don't think I was as grateful for my car before right that I am now like now my car is my mode of transportation and my only really mode because I haven't really been in the subways or buses and Mm -hmm. I'd just rather take my car you know I I pay money for this car every month I'm gonna right it's a machine that can bring you places exactly exactly so last year however Right. We want to compare last year's Thanksgiving to this Thanksgiving. Yeah. So let's talk about the ghost of Christmas past, present and future. Not Christmas, Thanksgiving. 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 um, But yeah, so what you can either share a memory of one specific Thanksgiving or like what it usually looks like to you. So usually last year I went to Salvatore, who is my boyfriend. I don't think I ever came out with that announcement. Like I have a boyfriend now because I was like single forever and ever. Uh-huh. So now I have a- I think he did. I've never like announced it, you know. Oh, really? Oh, I just casually mentioned it. Oh, I'm even Gail yeah, noticed. It's getting serious. They live together. They so live together now. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> anyway, I mean, 
single people listening will know sometimes it's hard being single and it's like you got to get back up on that horse and be confident in yourself as an individual like you know what i'm going through the motions of life on my own and that's all right you know and it's totally Mm -hmm. sometimes it would bother my self-esteem like i can't find anyone but has nothing to do with you you just haven't found that person yet so Mm -hmm. i was in that place oh like you know before i met sal i was like getting upset with myself so i don't want anyone doing that so anyway side note we went to his family's house and his aunt's house then we went to my house and my aunt's house we did like four different locations so that's not gonna happen this year we're just gonna visit my parents and sit at separate tables luckily we have like a dining room and then a kitchen table like nearby so Mm -hmm. sal and i are gonna sit in the kitchen which has a screen door and when we're not eating we're gonna wear a mask and call it a day and usually we play like board games and stuff i don't know if we do play a board game it'll have to be a board game that we could like do it from a distance so we'll see we'll figure it out but that's how it's different from last year versus this year and for the present the future i have no idea what the future holds but i would hope one day to host and then i'm gonna have like whoever wants to come and give you a covid test at the door hopefully by like in two right years, if that's still a thing you know <laughs> hopefully in like two years it's gonna be like a quick little swab you know like those mm-hmm. those dna tests just like swab it and get instant results right yeah like so, you're uh, testing the pool water for chemicals yeah like your ph level you know so yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hope in the future i could do that and i'll be the hostess because yeah that makes sense kick people out if they have covid or i just tell them to um self-isolate in the backyard on their own you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <So>. okay let's <laughs> go just make them freeze with their turkey Thanksgiving um, traditionally has never looked traditional to me because I've always had very different Thanksgivings every year. Um, I, my parents have been separated since I was very young. So I, and also lived with other family members such as my aunt and my grandmother. So sometimes I'd be with my dad, my mom, my aunt, my grandmother. Then I got older and I started having to make decisions about that, which was really annoying. Like, added Mike then, too and you, you then were- Mike then he's got people and then mm-hmm. Mike is like really particular about I think like my family's more about like human interaction and Mike's family is more about like what are we eating and how good is it um so in terms of Thanksgiving it's his favorite holiday so I have always followed his lead since we've been in a relationship because he, I don't want him to be disappointed in the cuisine, honestly. You know, he, he wants what he wants. He wants the opportunity to cook, um, which is great. So, so Thanksgiving present, he is, you know, this is his shot. It's his whole opportunity. He's roasting, you know, he's, he's smoking a turkey on the grill. Ooh, with that big smoker, smoker that you have? The medium one. I sold the big one. Oh, good for you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, so he is smoking a turkey. He's making a pecan pie too, and Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I'm in charge of stuffing and mashed sweet potatoes. And I also am probably going to get frozen turnips. I like frozen turnips. Turnips are my favorite, but frozen is just fine by me. Um, and then uh, yeah, so it's just going to be us at our half packed up apartment with barely any furniture because I've been getting rid of everything um and that is going to be our last Thanksgiving as two people enjoy that uh, yeah and then future Thanksgiving we will have a baby you're not, you're not gonna come to my COVID party 
I don't think so. Oh my God. I'm so upset. (laughs) No. Yeah. So I mean, your COVID friendly party. Yeah. Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. in the future. In the future? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I think that like I'm going to lean into what's happening currently and then just establish new traditions with my own family instead of feeling the obligation of being in multiple places at once and having to travel on the most traveled day of the year. True. Uh, All right. I won't be offended, but I will say this. Mike is allowed to have full reign on the cooking and there mm -hmm. will some authentic Greek food there, some spanakopita, oh. because, you know, just like the pilgrims, there was spanakopita there. I don't know. My parents insist on having Greek cuisine in the dish. Oh, really? Yeah. They just, they just, listen, this is what they like to do. They like the Greek cuisine and it feels more. Well, so Mike is like pretty particular. I think he will be like, this is not Thanksgiving food. He might say that because he like, would be he's, correct. Yeah, <laughs> from, he's not like cognitively flexible in that capacity. He would That's just be okay. like. He's like cranberries, like there are, there's a long list of options there. You can have a lot of things, but that's not on it. I agree with him. I do. (laughs) Yeah. I think that maybe after this experience moving forward, maybe, you know, all around everyone will reduce obligation and just start creating some traditions of their own and not be so wrapped up in what they have been expected to do their entire life. Yeah, just new. This year is the year of 2020 where everything has changed. Like I said mm-hmm. in the previous episodes, uh, it's like Pandora's box. We can't unsee and undo everything that has happened this year. So next year is going to be like, oh, it's post 2020. Can't judge yeah. me for wanting to stay home and I'll Zoom you and we could uh, do the turkey like that virtually, you know. Eat- yeah, what's so- the drama? Nothing wrong with that. Save the drama for your mama. That's what I say. (laughs) So any dishes that you recommend? So I think gravy is like key to Thanksgiving. It's just like, you know, it's like the thing that pulls the whole canvas together. Um, So gravy's got to be good. I don't have a great gravy recipe. My grandma always made it and uh, my mom and now Mike's going to do it. But I'm just saying like, if you're in charge of gravy, like make sure you take that job seriously. Um, I am a big stuffing fan. I I know I said that turnips are my favorite and they are, but I really just get the frozen ones every year because when you, when you make turnips, they're actually very bland and you do have to manipulate them to pretty highly for them to really have much of a taste. So it's just not worth it to me. I'm going to make stuffing and, um, I've watched a couple YouTube videos, you know, professional chefs. And they're like, this is how you can make stuffing from scratch. But all of these bags of stuffing that you can buy in the store are very good. Like this is a, yeah. Like, so even professional chefs are like, go with stovetop. It's not a bad option. It's just still stale bread. I was Um, going to say stovetop. Yeah. I didn't get stovetop. I got like um, a bag of something from Whole Foods. And I'm going to supplement that with other things that I chop up and put in there. And I'm going to have a vegetarian option and I'll have sausages in another one. Very nice, Deb. Because that's how my mom makes it with sausage. There you go. And you can send her a picture like, look, you're here via the stuffing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking of you as I eat this stuffing. So I'll post my recipe for the stuffing one on the Patreon. Correct. 
So I love to cook desserts. I am more of a baker. Yes. So I have developed, and by developed, I mean I have found this recipe on Pinterest. Uh I found this recipe and it's awesome. You could make your own ice cream. I have, this is life changing. No one is ready for this. I've. Uh, Are you going to do that? Yes, I already did it. This is like my third time doing this. Because I did that at a summer camp once and I'm like, let's go to the store. This is long. Like we're shaking forever. No, you You shake anything. I'm going to post it on the Patreon. It's four ingredients. Mm -hmm. Two cups of whipping cream, one can of sweetened condensed milk, two tablespoons of vanilla extract, and a quarter of a teaspoon of sea salt. You mix it in a blender. I have a Nutribullet. And you, oh, the blender. That makes sense. Yep, then, yeah. You just blend it and freeze it. And in five hours, it's done. That's it. Nice. And it tastes like the best thing on earth. And I'm like never going to buy ice cream again. I was shopping the other mm-hmm. day and I went past the ice cream aisle. Like, nope, never again. I'm going to make my own ice cream. So I am a changed woman. I am going to only purchase Love the, it. the four ingredients to make amazing ice cream. That is my dish. And I'll post it on page uh, on the Patreon as well. Yeah. Yeah. On the Patreon, there's the help me boom deck, which we finally did. Yay. Yeah. I have to play that. I didn't do that yet. I got to get on it. All right. You can get on it later. Yeah. So then as we wrap up, do you have any tips or tricks for our listeners? It could be Thanksgiving oriented or speech. What do you got, Maria? I have a speech one considering I gave a really good dish. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Even. So today I had one of my students and he had a, a, a rough morning. So I said to mom, I, and I was, I realized I should be doing this every session that I'm going to tell them the goal. And then we're only going to do five trials today. And then I kept track like, Oh, is that the third time we pointed to more? All right, two left. And that's it. And I feel like telling them the number of trials really alleviates like, Oh, I don't have to keep doing this like a hundred times. Like, all right, we're just going to five times today. But meanwhile, we almost always do it five times, but something about telling the mom, like we're going to do it just five times. We're going to try our best and let's do it. So definitely try that. So, and plus it helps you keep data, but it's good to just tell the parents, we're going to just do this five times. We're going to say this sentence five times or answer this what question, five different questions. That's it. That's great. Yes. Thank you. Um, my tip or trick is something I emailed all of my CFs about this week is that I am here and now giving them and all of you listeners the permission to focus more on your therapy than you do on your data collection. However... I do believe that if you have constant data, you will not be an excellent therapist. Mm, But if you have no data, you will be an awful therapist. I see. see Because data is the only thing that verifies the legitimacy of our work. Um, So I'm here and now giving you permission to focus on your therapy more than the data. But then also here and now giving you permission to focus on one therapy goal for the next three to four school weeks. Don't count the holidays that get in the way. Three to four school weeks. Just focus on one or two goals. If it's like only articulation and you're getting bored of drills, then make it two goals. But really just, you don't have to do every single goal for every single kid in every single group. That's, that's you're all over the place. That's way too much. And that's just so many trials. Remember, we just try yeah. to get five for one goal. We're not going to get anything done and and you're not going to feel like you made any progress. 
So just for the next three to four weeks, just pick one, maybe two goals, but like only if the one is so easy, like articulation and they're pretty good at it. And you're just like, I got to do something else today. Um, but you can even do like sound sentences, reading comprehension. There's a million things you could do. I'm not even going to get into that, but I'm just saying like, try your best to focus on just one goal and try to find an activity that achieves everyone's goal so that, or even if, like Jeopardy, you can do no matter what, because it could be like, this kid's got a phonemic awareness question and this kid's got a recalling details question and this kid has an inference question, you know, like you just pick the questions that go for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just one goal, one and like get data on it and get some solid data on that one goal and then move on. I like that. That's how I like to do my therapy as well. So yeah. cheers to that. Do you, I have a quote, but I know you're like a, a walk. Oh, I don't have a quote. Yeah, I have one. It says, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm stronger than my emotions. Hmm. And the holidays can definitely spark some emotions. And just remember, you are stronger than your emotions. Yeah. I used to be, but now I have a human inside me and um, it's harder to control your emotions. And I'm not, I don't have the sad ones, but like I can be mean. Mm-hmm. I have turned mean. The baby has made me mean. <laughs> I am just... I have, I have been very rude to anyone on the phone who doesn't do what I want or anyone, real estate agent who annoyed me, he was done. Another one, this woman too, you know, I've just been laying it into people. So I'm sorry. Um, I will be able to be stronger than my emotions soon, but I always have been. You have, so I you do have think been. that's true. I agree. Yeah. I agree. We'll leave it up to hormones. and it's okay and when I wrote down this quote I wrote it with my tip on the same side yeah I'm stronger than my trials (laughs) there you go maybe maybe you need that quote instead instead of Mm -hmm. being stronger than your emotion you're stronger than the number of trials you have to use in speech so yeah yeah that makes sense Yeah. yeah you don't have to sit there like oh my god how much more yeah just get five Tell the parent to tell the kid, come on, two more times we're going to try this. That's it. You know, we got yeah. our data for the day. Just motivate them and yourself. So that is all I have to say for today. Have a happy Thanksgiving, Deb. With, yes, with, happy Thanksgiving. With you and Mike and baby Racine. Woo! I can't wait to see your pictures of your various uh, dishes. I'm sure Mike oh, is yeah. excited to share those. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'll take. I'll be the photographer. Yes. And All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Smart Charts. Hey, SLPs, are you sick of rewriting goals, trying to meet unrealistic time expectations, and navigating new therapeutic territories? Smart Charts is here to help. We have taken the guesswork and time out of goal writing and documentation. With Smart Charts, you can create personalized intervention plans, IEPs, and POCs with our easy-to-use goal writing tool. Track and save session notes and data instantly for all documentation needs. Yep, for your school, health settings, and even to share with patients of all ages through graphs and fun pictures for the littles. We want to make 2020 a little bit better for you essential workers, and we are offering all Wine & Cheese listeners 30 days free and 50% off all new memberships forever. Yes, forever. Just use coupon code WINECHEESE2020. Be sure to check out mysmartcharts.com to get charting faster, better, and smarter.